welcome to another episode of the Ath Geeks Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian, and with me today we have Bakari Spells. How you doing today? Hey man, blessed and highly favored on this Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that's what I like to hear right there. We we took another extended break. It wasn't planned. It seems like we keep taking these extended breaks. We get, you know, we live in life, doing a lot of things. Spells making big moves. I'm making big moves. It's a lot of things going on right now. Yeah. Just came back from that, you know, Celtics Spurs game. Upset we lost, but it was a good experience. Yeah, so man, we take money, bro. I saw you at the courtside seats. Hey, I, those courtside seats, I was enjoying it. I was right there. I got those same seats for the Rockets game coming up. I was, <clears> hey, there was, the Christmas came early. That's all I can say. Blessed. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all lost that game, right? Yeah, we lost. I was upset. We were down like 30 in the first quarter, and I was sitting there upset. So, so I was about to say, let me ask you this, because I remember I went to the Falcons game earlier this year, and it was like the season opener too. And so let me ask you, like, the roller coaster of emotions you felt as you, you know, saw your team walk out for warm-ups, saw her compete for a little bit, and then you saw the game slip away. <clears throat> and just talk about that disappointment, because I personally, you know, I felt numb after I watched the Falcons get the ass whooped by the Eagles earlier this year. So, I mean, I can I can see why you would feel numb. I mean, it's a long – unlike the NFL season, which is only 16 games or now 17 games, basketball, NBA is a long season. So, I'm not – excuse me. I'm not as – like, I wasn't into it as much to where we won or lost. Like, so I had my emotions getting excited and everything, but I wasn't really too worried about the win-loss because I know it's a long season. In the beginning when we went down 30, I was kind of like, oh, my gosh. I waste. I was more so like, dang, I bought tickets for this. Um, I'm going to be hearing on the whole car ride home. Is my wife just talking trash to me? I'm going to have to listen to all of this. I'm going to get on the mic. Huh? Is she a Spurs fan? She's not an anything fan. She don't watch sports. But (laughs) – after watching that game, she did say, um, she's like, oh, I want to come to more games, which is why we're going to that Rockets game, too. She said, she said, well, if we come to more games, I might become a fan because she really enjoyed herself. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm going to start getting – I didn't want to get, like, season tickets because I don't really like the Spurs like that, so I feel like it would be a waste of time yeah. to get tickets to something like that. I'm, I'm just going to pick and choose games here and there. But, yeah, that that the roller coaster of going up, and then when we made the comeback – we slowly started chipping away because, like, it's a game of runs. It's a game of runs. We slowly started coming back. And then when we knocked it to a double-digit game, and then in the um, early in the fourth quarter when Tatum went on that mean, nasty run and we actually came back and took the lead, oh, I was hyped. I had a headache. I had lost my voice. I was screaming. I was hooping and hollering. My homeboys knew I was at the game, and they kept sending me clips of me yelling. Cause you can, so like, since I was right there, of course, like, you can see me right there. So they kept they they were laughing. They kept sending me screenshots and screen recordings of me just hooping and hollering. Cause I was over there, I was beating my chest when Tatum when, like started going crazy. I took my hat off. I was throwing my hat. I was talking mad noise. Those Spurs yeah, fans around me weren't. They were they were looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah, you in the wrong part of town for that, man. San Antonio don't play about their Spurs. Yeah, the only there was one for everybody else was me among me. I will say there was this one couple that stood right sat right beside us. They were good sports because whenever they were leaving, they left early too. Um, what's called 
right after they made the run, they like the Celtics went up like three or whatever. They, that couple, I guess they were trying to beat traffic. It was still like three minutes left in the game. They got up and they were like, the the man, he looked at it was this white man. He he looked at me. He shook my hand. He was like, that Tatum's, he's a Tatum's crazy. He just went on a nasty run. He said, hey, I'll see you another time. Hopefully you come to another game. We can talk trash again. So he, he was a good sport. I was like, okay, cool. The other ones, they were kind of just mean mugging me the whole time. And I was like, you know, I'm just having a good time. So I was smiling. I'd look at them, and they were just, like, not having it. I was like, oh, y'all taking this a little too serious. Yeah, man. It's it's a cool experience when you have a pleasant surrounding area of fans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it gets a little bit too rowdy. Like, sometimes college games can get a little rowdy <clears throat> if you're close to the student section. But it's it's always cool to see a couple games in person every now and then, man. Yeah, I'm not a big game goer because I'm like, it's a cool experience. I like how you say it's good to go to a couple, but I mean, I'm just not big in uh, the whole traveling part. Like the experience part is cool, but the whole sitting in lines, traveling, being in traffic, all those other things. And I'm like, I can just enjoy the game from the comfort of my home, do everything like that. So I'm more of a like, eh, I'll go every once in a while. I went to... I went to the last time the Spurs every since I've been in San Antonio, every single time the Spurs have played the Celtics in San Antonio, I've gone to the game. So that's kind of like just a ritual I go. The rest of them, I'm like, eh. I think I might get a Lakers game either this season. I might go next season because I want to see LeBron before he retires. Don't want to take advantage of that. And I feel like that's that's looking more and more like it's around the corner, man. Mm-hmm. Cause he uh Nigga getting suspended and shit, acting up. Oh no. Nah, that that thing, that suspension thing, that was just so weird to me. Because especially I mean, he hit he did hit Stewart on purpose. He did. You can clearly see that. But what I don't like is Stewart was, if you watch me, the Stewart, just like the Jokic thing. Stewart was in his face, but then he waited to really charge up to him until the people got in front of him. And then yeah. after people got in front of him, then he want to go crazy, acting like he's sprinting through people, doing all the other stuff. But I was like, initially after it, for like the first couple minutes after it, him and LeBron were staring at each other face to face. And cause LeBron tried to apologize. So he walked right up to him and Stewart didn't do anything. He didn't do anything at all. And then all of a sudden, when people get around, then he wants to be a tough guy. I just don't, I'm not I'm not a fan of those. Just like I said, the same thing with the yogis. Now. I don't like I don't like when I see things like that. Yeah, man. A lot of people just be performing, bro. Yeah, but that was a big time performance because he was doing all the other stuff. Like he like they broke it up, then he tried to run through everybody and break it up and run through everybody again. But then when he ran through everybody, he wouldn't do anything when he got in front of him. So I'm like, yeah. So you just doing this <laughs> for the like Ooh. for the show? It's not. It's not like a lot of people are actually fighting in the NBA. They don't. It's like it's not like footballs. It's just not so. I don't even. They don't even know what to do with this like space and opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I just see them. They just they just talk. Like same thing with Jokic. They like Jokic hit him back. Morris hit him, but then turned his back to him. And then people are like, "Oh, Jokic took a cheap shot." I'm like, "No." If you look at it, Jokic, stumbled for a little bit. The second Jokic like caught his foot and he ran right back at him. Morris turned his back. Like, you can't just hit somebody and turn your back and expect not to get hit back and then be on the ground. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy Butler and Bam and all of them want to act like they want to fight, but then they didn't want to do anything to Jokic until people got in between it. 
Like all of them are right there. I'm like, I just, I, I hate these fake tough guys. No, I mean, like, I, either I'm, not you're not. Yeah, that's what they said. They said that they, they they came out. They were like, trust us, we're we're not we're not the ones you want to mess with. They just kept talking on Twitter, but it's like, okay, you yeah, talk. They have a joint. They have a joint Twitter account. Yeah, Do you know how insane that is. And the fact is, they made it that night. They didn't even have a Twitter. They made a Twitter to, to go talk trash. So shit, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. But... Yeah. That's, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. Other than that, though, other than that game, though, I haven't been really up on much besides, you know, like I said, making some moves here and there. But other than that, I've been on that. Uh, the Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, that dropped last week. So, you know, I've been on, on that Switch? kind of heavy. Yeah. Huh? What'd you say? What's that on the Switch? Yeah, it's on the Switch. They did a remaster of the Diamond and Pearl and so they didn't do platinum though. They only did Diamond and Pearl. So I've been just running that up. I've been playing that like crazy. So it's been it's been an exciting thing. Took Sophia the Dallas. You know what's crazy though, Spills? Uh Crystal got a new car. The new car she got is crazy. That thing got I built in Wi Fi. So yeah. So I was playing the Switch on the way. Um, what's it called? Because when we went to go drop her off, she drove there, I drove back. So while we were mm-hmm. driving there, I was on my switch. I was enjoying. I was like, I didn't know I was missing this. This is this list. I was over there gaming on the switch. So yeah, it's been like I said, just making moves like that. But other than that, Pokemon, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You ready for Spider Man? I mean, I mean, uh, fucking No Way Home. Yeah the yeah the No Way Home and everything. How it's looking? Are you ready for I mean, that? I am, but I'm also need to watch the second one. Like I haven't seen the second one yet. So are like, you not big on Marvel like that? I am, bro. It's just like I wasn't going in theaters. Like it's hard for me to go in theaters with kids <clears throat> and like actually enjoy it because they're not going to sit still. So I mean, um, this shit don't come out on Disney Plus. I'm not buying a DVD. I don't own a DVD player. I'm not sticking that shit in my Xbox. It's just. I don't know, man. I'll figure something out before I go watch it. But I'm just not that the I'm big on Marvel, but I'm not like obsessed with it. Like I don't think I saw anything. I saw Civil War in theaters, and I think I saw Endgame in theaters. You know what I mean? Like the rest of that shit, I wasn't like pressed to get tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you there. I mean. I don't really go to theaters either. I'm not a big theaters person. Um, I think the only in the past like couple years I've gone to the theater like twice in three years, and that's only because Crystal just dragged me out there. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big theater goer. I I watch all the Marvel movies. I watch all. I watch a lot of movies with Crystal because that's what she likes to do. But mm-hmm. it's only when they come out because she'll be like, "Oh, this movie's coming out." And I'm like, "Eh, I'll wait like three weeks until it's on Disney Plus or it's on something else, and I'll watch it on there." And that's how I go about it. I'm like, it just makes life easier that way. I'm like, I, it's the same way. Ain't no way. I already know Sophia's not sitting there and sitting still through it. Just like you know, with your kids, they're not gonna sit through the whole movie like that. It's just yeah, gonna be too much. It's impossible. I took my yeah. frozen when she was like. She had to be two, but she was like early, in her early, early twos. 
and she did okay for like the first 15 minutes and then she started asking for like sits on my sprite. She started getting out the seat and trying to run down the aisle and shit. And it was just mm-hmm. so, and they were singing in that movie too. I was really enjoying that shit, but she was making it hard for her brother, man. She was making it hard. Yeah, I, I believe that. I was like, I was like, I, I see. That's also, I was like, I see how you act at home when we try to watch movies. You think I'm gonna take you in public, bro? When we try to watch movies, I be trying to like, I try to have like a Disney marathon this whole weekend, right? And every mm-hmm. time I try to put on some shit, she's like, I don't want to watch this, and then she just runs <laughs> away. And it's just like, you know, I, I had Mulan queued up. I had Lion King queued up. I had I had the heavy hitters queued up and she just walked away from all of it. Damn thing. See, that's it. You, you can't you can't go into the movie theater with be like, hey, oh I don't wanna watch this. Daddy, I don't wanna watch this. It's like, hey, we ain't got no other option. This is what this is what we watching. So I mean, I don't know. No, man, they they act, the, my kids act up until they get their way, bro. <laughs> like, it's, it's so bad. you be spoiling, is what you tell them. Nah, it's just, it's just restraint because for me, it's like, you can't, I could pop them, but then they still just gonna act up. Like, nothing's gonna change. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never, you never just pop the kid and the kid just shut up. So it's just like, all right, cool. You don't wanna do this? I believe in free will, kinda. Like, like not just do whatever the fuck you want, but I'm not gonna make you do something you obviously don't want to do for enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I believe that because I'm like I'm I'm a big advocate of kids' voices. I've said so before on the pod and everything. I'm I'm a, I'm a big time advocate of that because uh, that's how my mom raised me with having a voice. Let me give me the right to choice and the freedom to pick and choose what I want to do without forcing her way on me or forcing me to do anything like that. So I'm all for that and everything. I know not every, I know not everybody is like that. And sometimes people will just think that's what creates spoiled kids. That's what creates all these other things. And that's just what's wrong with it. But I'm like, I, I don't agree. I think, I think letting them understand right now, the difference, like what, like oh, well, I don't want to do that. Well, you have to do it because I told you to. Eh. In certain circumstances, that works, but for something like watching a movie or something like eating eating the food or something like that, I'm like, it's not that big a deal to force them to do that. But if something like, oh, I don't want to do my homework. You're doing your homework. Shut up and sit down. Yeah, like, I think I think there's a difference. Yeah, there's non-negotiables in every in every household, but. The fucking Lee Lauren Stitch is not the hill I'm gonna die on. Yeah, like, like, do I really want? I'm really about to waste my time. Cause, like I said, I, I, I know. Cause a lot of my homies that are parents, they, they make fun of me because they said the way I'm raising uh, my daughter is soft because I give her a choice and get letting her pick a lot of things because they're kind of like the ones where there's like everything's a non-negotiable, everything. They're like, they said they're like the kids are there to sit up and shut up. Don't speak unless spoken to. They they got those old school mentalities because that's how they were raised. And I'm just like, eh, I'm not feeling that. So Yeah, long, but, long, long as you can articulate what you're saying well, we we can rock, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like okay, everybody gonna be there. Like, yeah, as long as you can tell me what you want, I'm like, we 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 good with that. We good with that. Yeah, so go ahead. 
No, 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 no. I was gonna let you go. Keep going. No, I was gonna say we talking baby and gibberish. I just can't. You know, say I can't. Well, they trust you to make your own decisions. Well, yeah, I'm talking about like, like Monty, like Monty's age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't know, it's Car. I don't know uh, where Carter is along with speaking and everything. But I'm talking like like Monty's age. If they they like that yeah. that age speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like yeah, yeah. You can you can choose. For sure. No. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, but let's take a quick break. And then when we jump back in, we're going to get into some some more serious topics. This was more of a just a catch up episode, you know, some light in the first half. Talk about what we've been, what we've been doing. Give a little talk. And in the second half, we're going we're gonna to touch a more serious topic. So we'll be right, we'll be right back. are back and from that short break we discussed what our this next topic was going to be we went back and forth for a while saw some things about it yesterday and everything but it's a it's an issue we both believe is a thing in here we we differ in certain areas but it's the dehumanization of athletes in sports um we were the reason this got brought up was because of the mental health aspect of Ben Simmons during this season and how Ben Simmons went from a, you know, all-star from, you know, in his rookie, everybody was hyping him up and everything until going into the playoffs last year throughout the off season. And now throughout this season, how he's turned into public enemy number one, because I know some people don't want to compare it to it and it might not be comparable in your eyes, but there's kind of like the shut up and dribble movement, just like how they told LeBron about basically like, we don't care about your mental health. Shut up, show up to work because we have to as well. Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts on there? Um, <clears throat> I think, I think it's a balance. God, I don't think you can expect people to feel differently than that. I don't think you can expect people to look at you and know that you have a job that pays you to do it and you refuse to do it because your your headspace isn't right because they go to work and do that same thing every day when their headspace isn't right. But on the flip side, I think Ben has to protect himself. You know, when 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 he does have mental health issues, no matter what, like jobs come and go. You know what I mean? If you're a basketball player, if you're a mailman, jobs come and go. But your mental health can lead you to to harm yourself or it can be harmful to others. It can be harmful to your home life. So I I don't I don't fault anybody from sitting out from work or whatever. But I don't I honestly don't believe that's the case with Ben. I don't think he actually has a mental health issue. Even though you could easily see why, you know, with the, the backlash he has from the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can see why as well. I can see why he might, because at the same time, we got to forget these people are human. Athletes are human. It's easy to forget that they are because they're making millions of dollars. They're doing these great things. We're watching them on TV. 
they seem like superstars, superhuman people, even though they're still just regular guys, but they seem like they're superhuman people because we are watching them on TV doing these crazy things. However, I feel like even though like Ben Simmons, he seems he, you know, he, 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 he games on Twitch and everything. He seems like a chill, relaxed guy. But if he wants to go out in public, if he wants to walk around Philadelphia, Philadelphia is one of the toughest cities when it comes to sports. So to be able to walk around, we don't know what's going on in the ins and outs because obviously he already knows. We don't know how much he looks at social media. He's getting beat up on social media nonstop. He's getting beat up in the actual media nonstop. Yeah. Um, we don't know what's going on when his like actual day-to-day life, let's say he's going out and going out and eat, going out to do anything, what people are saying to him on a constant because it's not there's no way you don't recognize Ben Simmons out there. Mm-hmm. You might say, Hey, well, he he makes millions. He can pay people to go do that stuff for him, bring him stuff back. But that's not the point. Think about you. You say, Oh, yeah, that'd just be easy. Just not seeing anybody all day except for your agent and your teammates. Because anywhere else you go, you see you're hated, you see your public enemy number one, and they're making it seem like you're just like the worst thing ever. Because you said your mental health's not right and you don't want to be here. And so they're treating you like you're awful. However, um, then you look at it and you'd be like, hold up. We look like we have a lot of people compared to the John Wall thing. Like we you see people like John Wall. John Wall has made it known he wants to play. John Wall wants to play. Yeah. Just like um Marvin Bagley, how he just started playing again. He was he he played well in that Lakers game. But before that, the Kings had announced before the season even started, they weren't gonna play Marvin Bagley because they're like, they're not gonna play Marvin Bagley, they're taking him out of the rotation until he gets traded. So it's like you see these other things, and the organization can say, Hey, we don't want you here. So now you just gotta sit here and deal with it. And just like and then Ben Simmons wants to say the same thing, he can't. And think about what that does to you as a player, especially a young player like Marvin Bagley. What kind of mental toll that takes on you? Like, they just said they're just not even gonna let me do anything. I can't even go prove my worth out there because they're not even gonna give me a chance anymore. They're not gonna give me a voice. I'm just and I'm just gotta sit here and sit there and just not play and be okay with that. And the fans aren't gonna be like, oh, play Marvin Bagley, play Marvin Bagley. The fans are going to be like, well, he stinks. We should have drafted Luca. And if he wasn't, if we wouldn't have wasted our pick on him and it would have took Luca instead, then we wouldn't be in this situation. Marvin Bagley's not yeah, that good, so he deserves I mean, to sit there. You see? That, that's the problem. What? That's the type of backlash that comes with being an entertainer. You know what I mean? Like that that when you choose that profession, it just comes with that. And and it's not fair, but it, it just it just comes with it. That that's your feedback. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I guess I don't I don't know. Um I just don't understand while people take it out on the players themselves or take it out on them instead of taking it out on these billionaires and everything like that and saying, okay, well, if somebody had, I know you're upset because you're like in your profession, you can't take that mental health day, Mm -hmm. but that's not Ben Simmons's fault. You shouldn't take it out on Ben Simmons because your job 
doesn't provide you with mental health days and your job doesn't have a mental health program that takes care of you. That's not Ben Simmons' mm-hmm. fault. That's not. That is that that's the that's the system itself. Like that, that's the, like you should be going after the system and going after the people above you and the people that are making these laws and making these rules and that run the system. You should be going after them, but instead you're going after Ben Simmons. Like you're, you're telling Ben Simmons, like, oh, well, you're making millions. You should you should just be happy because if I can be happy making, I don't know, like. Like if you're like a McDonald's and you're making like 12, 15 an hour, and like I can be happy doing this and I still have to go to work then every day, then you making millions, you should be able to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. And again, that's not that's not fair. That's not fair. We shouldn't we shouldn't just take it out on him. We shouldn't take it out on these athletes because I mean, you see a lot of these athletes go broke. You see these athletes go through hard times themselves. Look at Delonte West. Like we we saw what Delonte West was struggling and went through like heavy, heavy, heavy mental issues and obviously had a lot of problems and he was a millionaire. So I, I just don't I don't I don't I don't see what money has to do with your mental health. I don't see what um your job has to do with your mental health. I don't see what any of the things have to do with your mental health. And I know you say you don't believe Ben Simmons. I mean, who knows? We won't know. Nobody, it's impossible to know. Only person that knows is Ben Simmons. There's no way his agent knows if it's true or not because he's not in his head. There's no way for the organization or any of the fans or any of the family to know what's true or not because it's in his head and you just hear what he tells you. You don't know what's actually. He could be telling you one thing, but something else could be totally going. Something else could be totally going in his head. And it's it's very believable. Like it's a fucked up situation. You don't want to play for the team. It, you tell the team you have mental health issues and they keep throwing you under the bus, which would make your shit worse. It's, it's not a fun situation. So, I mean, if he didn't have them, he might be developing some. So, luckily, he already got a plan in place. But yeah. how do you how do you see this unfolding? Do you think it just lasts into the trade deadline? I feel like it's, it's not necessarily picking up steam, but it's getting stale. And I feel like the market would get stale for him as well. The market has been still like they they as time goes on, the offers are going to be worse and worse because you're going to lose leverage. The more time goes on, the less leverage you Mm -hmm. have, because people are going to start thinking like, okay, we haven't seen him play in a year. And the last time we saw him, and like let's say we go all the way to trade down, but we haven't seen him play in a year. Last time we saw him, he didn't look too great. Now we got to worry about if he's in shape, if he's healthy, every all these other things, all these other factors are going in. Has he been working on his game? Has he been improving? We don't know where he is right now. We don't know. And every year there's a draft. Every year more and more players are coming in. So we don't know what Ben Simmons is at this moment. Mm. So what, what if what if he regresses? What if this mental health like issue takes a big leap on like? big hold on him and he gets worse and he we don't we don't know we gotta take that gamble so the longer that the Sixers take the worse the offers are gonna get and I think eventually they're just gonna settle on just giving him up for basically nothing and then every all Philly fans are gonna be upset all these other fan people are gonna be upset because they're gonna say why did you take so long when and then this is the offer you finally accepted but then the blame's not still not gonna go on the Sixers it's still gonna go 
a lot on Ben Simmons. Like Philly fans, like other organizations are going to be like, Philly was stupid for waiting. But then the Philly fans are going to hate Ben Simmons and be like, you're, it's your fault we only got this, this, and that. When it's not so his irrational. fault. Because... I said, huh? Philly fans so irrational. I got a homie who's a Philly fan. And he's blaming mm-hmm. Markel Fultz for like the last... Anything that's happened bad in the last five years is Markel Fultz's fault. Which, I mean, I saw them hating on Markel too. Which, again, doesn't make sense because obviously his shoulder was messed up. Like his shoulder... We clearly saw his shoulder was messed up because we could see how he mm-hmm. was shooting. And it, who, there was probably some psychological things going on there too, because you don't just forget how to shoot. You get you mess up your shoulder, and now all of a sudden you just can't yeah. shoot. He started putting it together a little bit when or in Orlando before he messed up his knee. He was actually putting together a couple of good stints, couple of good games, and everything. But then he still wasn't shooting like that. He was just slashing. He was looking good on the defensive side of the ball, but he wasn't shooting like they thought he would coming out of college. And it's just his shoulder is obviously bothering him. The doctor said that 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 injury was like something that they get like baseball players get. Like there's they don't even know how it happened. But yes, you're saying, oh, we don't understand why he's hurt. Blah blah blah. I mean, fans at all are rational. I mean, Spurs fans I hear still blame Kawhi Leonard, and I'm confused at that because it doesn't make sense to me. Like they 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 blame Kawhi when Kawhi said he was hurt. And then the fans were like, no, he's not hurt because Tony Parker had that same injury. He should have been back. And then you got other players on the team, like monitoring them, like, eh, we don't know. I mean, I feel like he should have been back and all these other, like, the player they're asking the players, the players are like, we feel like he should be back. He should be back and everything, but we don't know what's going on. He should be back. We feel like he's back, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I mean, I'm speaking of me personally. If I'm coming in there and you're like, oh, he should have been back. I had an injury that was worse than his, and he's still not back, blah, blah, blah. And I came back early, and I'm like, bro, you're supposed to have my back. You don't got my back, you know? F y'all too, then. F this organization. F this job. This is Because at the end of the day, it's a job. F this job. I want to go somewhere else. Yeah. And I I want the power of choice to go somewhere else. I don't want to be here. And, and it's good to see players take that initiative for themselves. You know, whether it's roster moves or whether it's just taking time for mental health. Calvin, Calvin really did the same thing this year. Just took a game off, see how I felt, tried it, didn't like it, took another game off, tried it, didn't like it, said, fucking, I'm walking away, you know? And that's that's a hard thing to do. So you got to respect someone that can take that initiative to, you know, because you're taking food out the mouth of your family at that point. You're not getting paid when you don't play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. I mean, you see it. Yeah, you see it happen. You see as much heat as Kyrie Irving takes. You saw Kyrie Irving do the same thing after his um who was it was his his it was some family member that died while he was while he's playing with Boston, and then he was like that's when he said he realized basketball wasn't that all that like he he like his life was dedicated to basketball, but then once his that family member died and he wasn't around everything because you know he's still playing everything he said he came to a realization that basketball wasn't all that important to him. He needs to spend time with family. He needs to do things like that. So people were making fun of Kyrie Irving and slandering him whenever he was at that party with his sister. And they were like, oh, he's not at the games. And he took time off. And he's at a party with his sister. And he's like, yeah, these are, these are, I'm taking time off. Go spend time with family. He, he doesn't care. People see him at a party. And they're like, oh, he's at a party instead of playing the game. But at the same time, 
if he needs that mental break to take time away, you can't tell people what they got to do to spend time for for them to get right mentally too. Like for you personally, you might be like, all right, if I need a break mentally, what I do, I might go work out. I might go play video games. I might go out drinking. I might go do whatever. I might take a nap. But for everybody's not the same. So if he wants to go and go to the club with his sister, or go to a party with his sister, or go to a birthday party or whatever, then that's how he recharges and re, like gets himself back right. He had it again. The man went off and went 50, 40, mm-hmm. 90. So it obviously was working with him taking his days off. He was balling. That's all I got to say. I'm like, not everybody's not everybody's the same. You can't force everybody into a bubble because that's where you think they should fit. Not everybody fits in the same place. Like just because you feel like this is how your life goes and this is how this what works for you, that doesn't mean that it works for everybody else. That's not gonna work for me. You tell me, oh my it's my day off, but I gotta go I gotta go work out and I go on a five run a five K because that's gonna get that's what gets you right and gets you feeling right. And you tell me that's what I gotta do and then for my day off and then come back and feel rejuvenated, I'm gonna be pissed off because I'm not gonna feel rejuvenated. I'm just gonna be even more mad because I'm gonna be like, this didn't help. This made me more mad. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can tell you're really passionate about that subject. Yeah, I'm like I'm big on mental health because I mean, I mean, I struggled with it for myself for a while, so I'm big on it. So yeah, I mean, it's hard to articulate I, things the way you did so good on you because, man, you're talking about mental health. It's hard to say the right thing because, it, it, for me, sometimes when I'm trying to process my feelings, it's hard to even find the words. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most definitely, it is. It is. It is very difficult, and I think that's what a lot of people fail to understand too. Because like, it's it's difficult. Cause you, people be like, "Yo, you're wishy washy doing all these other things," but it's hard to find the exact place where you want to be in your mental. Find hard to find those words and everything because it's a it's difficult. Ask any. I challenge anybody to go out there and be like, because there's nobody in here that's just perfect mentally mm-hmm. in, in this world. So those people that I challenge somebody to go out there and be like, okay, well, let me just articulate all the things I have wrong in my mental health. That's going to be a difficult thing to do. So that's going to be a difficult thing to deal with. So for you to expect other people to do it when you can't even do it your damn self, I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, but I mean, we, we touched on that. We, we've touched on mental health a couple times, but we're going to go ahead and let y'all go. This has been another episode of the Ad the Geeks podcast. Always, always, always remember to respect women, but most importantly, remember to respect yourself. And we out. Yeah.